want to follow along with um, today's talk in your Bibles, um, it's Acts 8, um, Acts 8 from verse 26. Um, but just so that you know a little bit about Philip, he was one of the seven deacons of the early church of Jerusalem. And we read about him lots in the book of Acts. Um, Philip received the Holy Spirit. He met Jesus and he became what's called an evangelist. And an evangelist is someone who tells other people about Jesus. And the book of Acts, like I said, is full of stories who met Jesus, were transformed in his name, and then had this urge to tell other people about the good news. Philip felt called to evangelize to those in Samaria and in Ethiopia, which is kind of like modern-day Egypt, Sudan. So it wasn't actually the country of Ethiopia, but that kind of area. Um, In today's passage, I'm going to read a little bit for you. So from verse 26, it says this. As for Philip, an angel of the Lord said to him, Go south down the desert road that runs from Jerusalem to Gaza. So he started out and he met the treasurer of Ethiopia, a eunuch with great authority under the queen of Ethiopia. The eunuch had gone to Jerusalem to worship and he was now returning. Seated in his carriage, he was reading aloud the book from the prophet Isaiah. Philip ran over, heard the man reading the prophet Isaiah, and Philip asked, do you understand this reading? So there's two key parts that I want to focus on today, and they're verses 26 and 29. Um, In both verses, the Bible describes the Holy Spirit telling or calling Philip to a specific place to do a specific task. In this case, to speak to the Ethiopian man about Jesus. Now, I feel like in this circumstance, Philip got really, really lucky because when he met the Ethiopian man, he was already reading the Bible. Philip had already got a one-up on the situation. You see, the man that the Holy Spirit had called Philip to talk to was a very, very interesting man. He was a eunuch who worked for the queen of Ethiopia. And because of his profession, he wasn't allowed to have a wife or any children. The Ethiopian was probably something called a proselyte, which is a Gentile who has converted to Judaism. But because of his profession, he probably wasn't allowed the full privileges of um, those that um, follow Judaism. He would have gone to Jerusalem to be to worship and was probably on his way back home. It's really interesting that he chose to read from Isaiah, because Isaiah talks a lot about God's acceptance, including eunuchs, to worship him. And because of his profession, the eunuch probably felt like an outcast, excluded, and perhaps a little bit lonely. This man was desperate for acceptance and to feel belonging. But he couldn't understand what the scripture in Isaiah meant. Now, Philip knew the transforming power of Jesus, and he felt called to tell the Ethiopian man about this power. But he wasn't on his own. The Holy Spirit moved through Philip's life and called him to speak to this man. Philip listened to the voice of the Holy Spirit. One theologian says that the Spirit is driving a disciple where the disciple would have not ordinarily gone and creates a meeting that without divine desire would not have happened. 
We are God's tools for the Holy Spirit to work through. But we must be in line with God's agenda. Philip was in line with God's agenda to meet this Ethiopian man. And through this interaction, Philip got to explain the scriptures to this man, and he believed. Philip got to then baptize the Ethiopian man, and he became a follower of Jesus. Ultimate goals for an evangelist, right? Don't we all wish that could happen every day? But we too can be evangelists, every single one of us, because Jesus asked us to do it. In Matthew 28, he says, Jesus says this, Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I've commanded you. And surely I am always with you to the very end of the age. Just like Philip was called by the Holy Spirit to the Ethiopian man, we too are called to speak the good news of Jesus to those around us. And the Holy Spirit helps us with this. But maybe you're thinking, how does the Holy Spirit help us with this? If you were here last month, you learned a little bit about the Holy Spirit for our Pentecost um, celebrations. And we learned that the Holy Spirit empowers us, brings us peace, and is with us always. But he also comes to help us lead in our lives as Christians. Um, In this book I was reading, this uh, theologian says, The Spirit is the Lord of the road. The Spirit is the Lord of the road. And I just love that description of the Holy Spirit's work in our lives. But you may still be asking, how does the Holy Spirit lead us and invite us into this journey? And I think I found the perfect analogy. Um, Hands up if you like Disney. I'm a big Disney fan. Um, In the movie Frozen 2, there's a character called Elsa. And she's essentially like the snow queen of a place called Arendelle. But sometimes she feels like she doesn't always fit in. On top of all this, in the movie, Elsa keeps hearing this really small, faint noise <laughs> that, sound, um, that it gets louder and louder and becomes more persistent and hard not to notice. She tries to not follow the voice, but eventually she does because she can't help it. When Elsa does follow the voice, she reaches this place called Atahalan, which is a mythical river that her mother told about that... Um, basically explains the the past and all the memories of the past. Um, When Elsa reaches that place, all her doubts go away and she realizes she's in the right place where she's meant to be. She feels at home. Everything is explained. So we're going to watch a little video that helps us understand this interaction. If you've not seen Frozen 2, which you should because it's amazing. Thank you. 
but I won't. Some look for trouble, while others don't. There's a thousand reasons I should go about my day and ignore your whispers, which I wish would go away. Oh, oh. You're not a voice, but just a ringing in my ear. And if I heard you, which I don't, and spoken for, I fear. Everyone I've ever loved is here within these walls. I'm sorry, secret siren, but I'm blocking out your calls. I've had my adventure. I don't need something new. I am afraid of what I'm risking if I follow you into the unknown. Into the my Disney soundtrack on, you'll hear me scream that to the top of my lungs. (laughs) Well, I bet you didn't think you'd hear a Disney song in church today. Um, You see, the siren is there to call Elsa out into the true purposes for her life. In the same way, we are called by the Spirit to live our true purposes in our lives as followers of Jesus by the Holy Spirit. It may not be an audible voice like Elsa heard, but it may be a feeling, a prompt by God to do something or to speak to someone or go somewhere in particular. Just like Philip was called to the Holy Spirit to speak to the Ethiopian man. God may give you a word or a picture prophetically, or he may speak to you through someone else that he's spoken to. But when you feel that call, often it is hard not to resist it or ignore it. This is called a calling. Now, our first calling is to be followers of Jesus. 
But often God puts people or places on our hearts, and sometimes that's called a calling too. For example, I felt called to go to Uganda on my gap year after many interactions with God where I knew that he was calling me to go there. Or when I saw the job here at St. John's in 2019, I knew, I just knew that it was from God and I couldn't ignore it. I felt called here and I had to obey. If I ignored it, perhaps I would have felt a little bit similar to Elsa when she ignored the secret voice in Frozen. Just like the Holy, um, Philip followed the Holy Spirit, we receive the Holy Spirit in our lives too, to lead and guide us as we show others about Jesus. Paul says in Galatians 5.25, if we live by the Spirit, let us also keep in step with the Spirit. We have to daily ask for the Holy Spirit's guidance in our lives. We have to accept the consequences of that, which is to share the good news of Jesus wherever we go. So perhaps my question for you to reflect on today is this. Who are the people nearest me or you that the Spirit is pressing you to get to know, come to appreciate, and ultimately join? Who are the people nearest me that the Spirit is pressing me to get to know, come to appreciate, and ultimately join? Do you feel called to tell people about Jesus today? Or do you want to receive the Holy Spirit in your life for the first time? Or want a fresh awakening of the Spirit in your life? So we're going to spend some time in ministry and um, if you'd like to stand together, we're going to stand up. <laughs> and we're going to sing a song in a moment. But if you are able to stand and if you're able to um, close your eyes, we're going to invite the Holy Spirit to come into our lives today. So some people find it helpful to um, put out a hand as if you're receiving And we're going to pray, and you might want to pray this out loud or in your heart. So we're just going to ask the Holy Spirit to come. So come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit, and fill us afresh today. For those of us that have known you in our lives for a long time, and want a fresh awakening of you in our lives, or for those who have never received you today, I pray that your Holy Spirit would come and touch our lives. Lord, if you want to speak something in particular, I pray that you would be stirring in people's hearts. We ask, Lord, that you would speak to us this morning from the littlest people in our church to the oldest. Thank you that you come. So again, we pray, come Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Call me out upon the waters, the great unknown, where feet may fail. There are 
faith will stand And I will call upon your name And keep my eyes above the waves When oceans rise My soul will rest in your embrace I am Call upon 